Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, he's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSC Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you as we do each and every day. We praise you. We praise you for the wonderful God, awesome God that you are. Loving Father, Creator. Creator of all things, and the giver of salvation, and freedom and liberty. Father, we thank you. We thank you for all the blessings you've given to each and every one of us. We don't always see them because we are spoiled children. But blessed we are because of you. Father, We thank you for your forgiving nature, your patience with your children. Regardless of our age or our deeds, you are patient with us. And we know, Father, that that patience does have an end. I beg you to hold back just a little longer so that more people can come to you that they will come to know you. Protect us, Father. Protect your children who are here trying to do your will. Keep the evil one away from us. Don't allow us to be led into those temptations. Make us a smiling, grateful people that are active and working working for your kingdom and working to right the wrongs in this nation. I ask, Father, that you will protect and watch over the leadership of this country because they are our leadership at at this point. But, Father, I know that they are doing some evil things and allowing evil to happen. And I beg you to hold that away. Lead us, Lord. Lead us in the way that you would have us to go. May we be a people that is hunger and thirsting for your righteousness and your word, and that we will can't stop but open up your word and fill ourselves up with that until we runneth over. And all those around us will see and know you. Father, I started this well over a year ago now. For my... My reasoning was so small compared to the need that you were putting upon me for this prayer each morning. I'm no Queen Esther, Father, but for such a time as this, I believe you have placed me right here. And I pray that those who are listening actually hear and are moved 
closer to you and are ready to act for such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, there's so much to talk about. I had a lot of trouble putting a monologue together today, and you're going to figure that one out pretty quick. (laughs) But there's so much to talk about and so little time to discuss it all. Basically, the installed president last night, Joe Biden and his giggling sidekick, Kamala, Kamala, they believe in the statement that government is we the people instead of we the people are the government. Perhaps he was just phrased it incorrectly, which he and his speechwriters tend to do frequently. But in reality, they believe in control. And to them, big government, big control, more control, the bigger the government becomes, the smaller you become and the less significant. And I made a statement last night, and it's not the first time I've heard him say this, and I know I've mentioned it to you before. But he made the, the statement, of course, jobs. He was talking about jobs. I don't know where he thinks all these jobs are going to come from. He tried to explain that last night, but his explanations make no sense in reality. But he made the statement that Wall Street didn't build this country, and that's true. I agree with that 100%. He said the middle class working folks built this country. And then he turns around and says, the unions built the middle class. Now, ponder that for a moment, if you will. Is that is just as much inside, outside, upside down as they have their priorities. Because, you see, the D.C. occupiers occupying offices and cutting deals, they believe that they have power over you. But you see, God created man, and man, God is first. Man is number two. Man created the state. The state is third. The states got together and they created the federal government just to kind of put things together. Not to dictate over. And so, the most of these, the the largest of these is God, and the smallest of this is federal government. And just like his statement about the unions, the unions were created by the people. And then many of the unions, not all of them, but many of the unions have got too big for the britches. And then there is that word tolerance. I was disturbed by that word earlier this week. Well, we've talked about that before. My husband one time said that they want us to tolerate, but what they really want is us to accept things. But there is no tolerance. Now, there was a story about a prom this, this week in Tennessee, and a CEO was fired for a statement. Now, the article that I brought up says that he was taunting or he was picking on this 18-year-old Dalton Stevens, who wore a bright red dress, has slid up the side uh, <laughs> to prom. But what happened was this young man and his date went to this restaurant or outside this restaurant where this other man was with his family. They were cursing. They were vulgar. They were loud. 
And I think he did say something to them. But then he turned around, and I heard him ask, how do I look? And the gentleman (laughs) told him, you look like an idiot. Well, he was fired from his job, which is what I'm trying to get to all along. In the statement from, he was the CEO of Telehealth Company, and in um, the statement from the company, they were bragging about how tolerant they were, and they would not tolerant, tolerate intolerance. In other words, he was being intolerant to this young man who was cursing and vulgar in front of his family, wearing a dress, to prom with his date. So I was looking that up today. <laughs> I spent a lot of time looking things up this morning. It's a paradox of tolerance. It states that if society is tolerant without limit, its ability to be tolerant is eventually seized or destroyed by the intolerant. Now, Karl Popper described it as the seemingly paradoxical paradoxical idea that in order to maintain a tolerant society, that society must be intolerant of intolerance. Think about that one for a little bit. Ponder both those statements. <laughs> Just for a little bit. That statement I gave you earlier about uh, uh, big government and the Wall Street and the unions and intolerant of intolerance. If you're listening to CSE Talk Radio, this is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing. The only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America, Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your 
your family a safe and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bring an America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rule America is the heart of production in this nation, our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in Rule America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. This is a statement by Ed Martin with Phyllis Lafley's uh, uh, Eagle. He says, President Biden's speech was not designed to shock the world. It was designed to control the narrative. You can bet that it was likely one of the most vetted speeches in presidential history. <laughs> as long as the script keeps rolling and no one notices the man or woman behind the curtain, Biden can put on a good show. He says, don't let the script writers decide what topics are worth talking about. We need to focus on the issues that matter, like solving the crisis at the border, by the way, which was not mentioned and fully reopening all of our schools. And that was for Ed Martin with the Pro-America on WYNK. I like the man, but his timing is really bad because he's on at the same time I'm on. <laughs> so we never can be on one another's shows. It says um, he has articles, and he, he comes from all different uh, uh, journals. He comes from different uh, outlets of news. Uh, that he that he suggests that you look at and it, what he discusses, and one was uh, from the OAN, which is One American Network, and they talk about Biden's first 100 days, and what he does is promote big government. Now, if you were listening last night, the Democrats were all wooning and swooning over him as he wants to raise taxes for everyone, as he wants to <laughs> replace every lead pipe in the country, which uh, we discussed that about lead pipes earlier this week. <laughs> they don't use lead pipes. But Joe Biden's first 100 days in office is not so much a test of his leadership but more on how big government can influence American society. Now, this is written again. It comes from the OAN newsroom. 
Ahead of Biden's address of both chambers of Congress Wednesday, yes, which yesterday, last night, some Republicans worry he may make a case for strengthening the federal government. Well, yeah, he may. He did. He clearly believes that he can tax, spin, and regulate our country into prosperity. And that's a statement from Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. In terms of the regulatory environment he's creating, he thinks that we should have a rule for everything. Now, stop and think about that. They all think that. They're all passing bills constantly and making laws for this or for that. Well, somebody was mistreated, so we got to make a law against that. Because common sense isn't there. Common sense is no longer in the courts. It's literal. Literal. And if it doesn't literally say it, you know, unless it's their agenda, then it's not going to be a dispute. Biden's supporters are hailing the first 100 days in office as Democrats passed his nearly $2 trillion stimulus package, which focused on increasing unemployment benefits, direct payments to Americans, and funding for states to distribute vaccines. Meanwhile, it's anticipated that Biden will spend about another $3 trillion for or more to bolster America's infrastructure and education. Now, just a little observance of how they're trying to keep America afraid. And if they're, if they're trying to talk us all into a vaccine, it ain't working. Because they sit there and tell you that the vaccines don't work well enough that you can put a mask down. Or that you can stop social distancing. You see, they've got to keep America separated. So there they all, every one of them last night in that arena, have been fully vaccinated. And every one of them sitting there wearing a mask or two. What's that say to you? Put it in perspective. What does it say to you? It says economists and Republican critics have argued Biden's plan to uh, pay for these programs, you know, the ones he's getting ready to do, and increasing the corporate tax rate. Of course, we know corporations don't pay tax. They pass that along to the American people, the consumers, will have an adverse effect on the U.S. economy. They go on to say some economists and business leaders, including the late former Secretary of State George P. Schultz and Tesla CEO Elon Musk and Biden, could propose a carbon tax as a viable solution. Oh, yeah, it'll solve it all. Even officials in the administration believe growing the federal government while pushing the businesses down aren't, ex- aren't effective solutions to the issues facing Americans. You know what I think they miss? I think they miss what the issues facing Americans truly are. Don't you? You know, Biden gets up there and he tells us that there isn't one amendment that is sacred. Not one. They're there for them to monkey with. To control. To infringe upon whether it be your first, your second, or your third amendment, or on to any of them. When will they stop? For you out there who are clapping for the left, you think they're going to stop there? You think they're going to stop 
What will they do when they get to the 16th Amendment? What are they going to do? They're making all kinds of crises up, but I don't think they really understand the true issues that face each American. Taxing more is not going to help. It's going to hinder. Well, Donald Trump came out and made a statement uh, yesterday. Yeah, this is 29th, yesterday. He says, a big victory today in Arizona. Now, they're still, they're still going over the audits for the election. A highly respected judge has just ruled that the forensic audit being done at the Arizona State Senate can and will continue. Now, the Democrats tried to stop it. Over 100 Democrat lawyers were sent to fight against this audit. The result will be very interesting for the USA and the world to see. Why are the Democrats fighting so hard to hide the facts? I know why. And so does everyone else. That's from President Donald Trump. You know, I like the man. I don't love the man, but I like the man. Well, sometimes I love the man. <laughs> His lifestyle and mine would have been totally different. They were totally different. But he loves his nation. He loves our country as much as I do, I do believe. Well, back to uh, some of these things that went on yesterday morning. And I didn't get to uh, see much of this before I went on the air. And I had, I had a guest yesterday. But yesterday morning, Giuliani was raided. Rudy Giuliani's uh, place was raided, his home. When federal agents raided Rudy Giuliani's Manhattan home early on Wednesday, they found surprisingly a very cooperative target. <laughs> Come on in, folks. Come on in. You should have offered him a drink or something. The former New York City mayor quickly brought the agents into his study and began sharing the electronic devices with them, helping them fulfill their search warrant mission. A source close to Giuliani tells Newsmax that one of the agents pointed to a computer hard drive on the former mayor's desk, asking about it. Giuliani responded, oh, that's Hunter Biden's hard drive. Giuliani offered to give it to the agent, telling him it has evidence of President Biden committing multiple crimes with his son Hunter. Surprised? The agents reportedly not only rebuffed the evidence, they, they didn't even bother to check what was on the hard drive. They didn't take it. He offered it to them, but the FBI didn't take it. In a statement released after the raid of Giuliani's attorney, Robert Costello, the lawyer said the refusal to even look at the hard drive demonstrates the political nature of the probe of his client. Keep in mind that the agents could not read the physical hard drives without plugging them in, but they took root Mr. Giuliani's word that the hard drives were copies of Hunter Biden's hard drive and did not contain anything pertaining to Mr. Giuliani, so they didn't take them. Their reliance on Mr. Giuliani's credibility tells you everything you need to know about this case. They believed him, and so they did not take him. <laughs> well, if we ever get raided, Rudy, 
Let's just tell them that hard drive is Hunter Biden's, is a copy of Hunter Biden's hard drive, and they'll go away and leave us alone, you know? <laughs> tolerance, intolerance, what you want to believe, believe what you want to believe. You know, Mike Lindell was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. I do not like Jimmy Kimmel. He's foul. He's not funny. But he's very, very wealthy. And he's very, very political. And he has put Mike down over and over and over again. And I want to talk a little bit about that when we come back. I hear the music. We're headed into a break. You know, America, I believe in you. And I think we're going to get through this. But I'll tell you one thing. That doesn't keep me from worrying about what's going to happen along the way. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann, and we'll be right back. And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. So Mike Lindell was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night. And from the very beginning, from his monologue on, he was insulting and rude to Mike Lindell, to his character. And when you invite someone into your home, you don't slap them down and insult them, unless you're a Democrat comedian or a Democrat period. Now, many of us were concerned that Mike maybe shouldn't have even gone on, but I thought he held himself well. I thought he did well. Kimmel, pretending that we were going to to get along and we were going to discuss the real problems, of course, did not. He pretended he would ask a question, but then he would mainly tell him he was crazy for even thinking this. And that is referring to Mike's videos, which I hope you have watched. And if you have not, you need to go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and watch them. And I have one from someone else that tells the same story. So it's a conspiracy, I would suspect, until you actually look at the evidence. Which people like Kimmel refuse to look at the evidence. Well, it's just outrageous and it's not even happening. I mean, so-and-so said we had the most secure elections ever. Well, he lied. You know, they argued with, uh, was it Christopher Columbus, uh, about the world being flat around? I think there's still people out there who believe it's flat. Even though we've gone out in space and we've looked at it and we can see that it is quite round. It is a globe. But I thought Mike did well and everybody in the audience got a pillow. They got their own my pillow. But every guest that he had, I didn't I didn't finish watching after Tom Jones sang. I didn't finish watching. I don't watch Jimmy Kimmel, and I, I used to watch Jimmy Fallon because I really think he's talented and funny. But when he went political, he went dark in my house. So I don't watch any of them. But I watched last night because I do respect Mike Lindell as a brother in Christ, a man who 
who conquered many things in his life. But instead of Jimmy Kimmel saying, that's, all, that's awesome what you've done with your life, he says, I think maybe the crack is still in your brain. Well, I don't. I believe Mike when he says it wouldn't matter which one he thought got cheated on with this kind of evidence that China disrupted, that China picked our president. It's scary, my friends. And I believe Mike is doing what he can. He's in a position, (laughs) rather than Beth Ann, he's in a position where he can do that. And they're working on, and then they, and then Kimmel made fun of his new social media, said it was just a, you know, it's just not doing it, it's a bum, it's not, you know, you think people are just taking you for your money, and just went on and on. Well, that's what Democrats do, and many Republicans as well. Instead of saying, how can I help? We believe in free speech, how can I help? No, that's not what Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel did. But Mike did well. Mike, uh, I'm proud of you. You just keep doing what you're doing. And when you get a break, (laughs) you can come on CSC Talk Radio again. We'd love to have you. We love your story. Yeah, Tim Tim Scott was the rebuttal for the Republicans last night. And he did well. I thought he did well. Uh, he's a conservative black man, a senator. And he talked about racism, but not that it was systemic. Is it in some people? Yeah. I think all of us have it to a degree, no matter what color you are. We can say we don't, but we do. I was I was talking to Rudy today. I don't recall... Clutching my clutching my purse just because a man of color walked by, but I said I have judged people by their looks before. You know, somebody that's just mass colored and tattoos and dressed a little a little uh, uh, strange. <laughs> I may avoid that crowd just because I, I'm afraid of it, but not. It's just because of what it has represented in in the world with the gangs and and all that. But I said, I, I try to make eye contact sometimes with people. Sometimes it's on purpose. Sometimes it's an accident. And I try to smile. Because everyone needs a smile. It doesn't matter where you are, where you're coming from, what color you are. And you never know what somebody's going through that day. I remember one time I was coming out of the store. And I saw a woman in a car. And it was obvious. She was leaned on her steering wheel, weeping. Just weeping. I don't know what happened to her. I didn't go knock on her window. Maybe I should have. But I did say a prayer for her. Did her husband just leave her? Did she just lose a lose someone close to her in her life? Did she just lose her job? Was she just plain depressed? Maybe she couldn't pay for her groceries? We don't know what anyone's going through in their life. So it's a small thing to do 
to at least give them a smile. Very small. But that's not what the meetings were about last night. He wasn't trying to give anybody a smile. They were trying to, in the pretense of patriotism, tax you more, make your life more difficult. Somebody on Facebook, I told you we have this, this following on Facebook, and you know this gentleman, he calls in periodically, and he says, five freedoms, this is Tim from Iowa, five freedoms, no vaccine passports, no mask mandates, no emergency law, open schools up 100%, freedom of commerce, worship, and petition. And those, other than actually verbing or actually uh, saying vaccines and masks, that is our Bill of Rights, my friends. This is an article from American Greatness. And I didn't, I'm just going to be honest with you, I just barely skimmed the article. And the article is really about what they are pushing on us. But I want you to think about his his comment here at the top of the article. This is coming from Nathan Stone. The making of democratic memory. When lies are officially alchemized into the truth, in true Orwellian fashion, we will all love Big Brother because Big Brother will be us. Now, I want you to stop and think about that. Big Brother will be us. What is it that you expect from a government, established government, as we the people are to be the government? We the people, government of the people, by the people, for the people. Not D.C. at the people government. He tried last night, President Biden, to concentrate on January 6th as an insurrection And Jimmy Kimmel mentioned that to Lindell about this armed insurrection, but nobody that went in there was armed. They didn't catch anybody with weapons inside the Capitol. Not guns. And the only one that was killed, and they are now investigating that, was an unarmed woman who was climbing in the window that somebody else had broke. It wasn't a choice. It wasn't a wise choice for her to make. But the people's house. You see, the statement that he made earlier about we the people being the government, the government being we the people, they believe that. And whether there had been an insurrection or not that day, they would have locked the people's house doors. Think about that. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212 That's 800-378-3212 Join Jason Shavitz Tuesday, May 4th for VK Foundation's 29th Annual Pro-Life Event. Jason is a former congressman and now a Fox News contributor. While serving as representative, Jason rose to chairman of the powerful House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. Only the fifth time in 100 years a three-term representative ascended to such a position. Jason is passionate about the value of life, and so is Vitae. Vitae's digital marketing strategies promote a culture of life while connecting women who are facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources at local pregnancy help centers. Don't miss Jason Shavitz. May 4th, reserve your seat today for either the luncheon or the dinner event. Go to adsforlife.org. Join Jason Chavez and the Vitae Foundation, May 4th, Jefferson City at the Capitol Plaza Hotel and Convention Center. Register now before the event sells out. Adsforlife.org. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-296-1213. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. For the longest time, I've wanted to come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. But up until now, I haven't been able to find anything that held up to my high standards. I finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create the ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. My new Giza Dream bed sheets are made with this long staple cotton, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get your very own by calling 1-800-978-978. 
888-627-6168. And use the promo code BETHANN to get 30% off plus free shipping. We have returned to listening to CSU Talk Radio. We're in the final segment of today's show. Um, this is a, a statement here, and I'm just going to kind of throw it out here at you. But it states claiming their sovereignty. And this one's actually, the surprise, is coming from New York. But it's going to be the states and we the people who push back on these horrendous federal mandates and rules and laws and executive orders and grabbing, land grabbing and taking. And mandating things such as masks and not allowing our children to go to school and making children run track with masks on their faces until they collapse. <laughs> These are the same ones that say CO2 is bad for you. So here, put two masks on and cut down on your oxygen and increase your CO2. On Wednesday, the New York State Senate and State Assembly voted to repeal one of the orders that Cuomo had signed during the worst of the coronavirus pandemic last year. The order included a bizarre mandate that restaurants and bars must sell food in order to be allowed to sell alcohol, which had led to widespread criticism of Cuomo from business owners across the state. The repeal is expected to be the first of many that will soon pass through the legislature, another indication of Cuomo's plummeting popularity. They have to, if the bars must sell food in order to be allowed to sell alcohol. I don't go to bars. Don't most bars sell a little food? That's really not an uncommon law. I'm not sure that's not even a law here in Missouri or something similar to that. So you have something in your stomach? I mean, I'm not a drinker, so I'm just trying <laughs> Anyway, they're pushing back. That's only one law, and apparently it's one he did during the COVID-19, so it wasn't there prior to that. Now, back to uh, what I think America should look like when they are awake. I go back to this picture of a patriot. He's got his rifle, and he's got his his uh, bloomers on, as I call them, and he's got his uh, three-corner hat. I will not compromise. I will not comply, I will not submit, I will not bow, I will not break, I will not roll over, I will not sit down, I will not shut up, I will not go quietly, I will not give up, I will not surrender. Now, I know I did this earlier in the week, but I got to thinking about it this morning as a wake-up in America. And I made the comment earlier this week, throw down those masks, they're a lie. The masks are a lie. They do nothing. Take charge of your family and your schools. If your community will not open up their schools or they are teaching things that should not be taught, then maybe you should consider homeschooling. And I know that, that that's a huge thing. Get back in church if you're not there now. And for sure, America, get on your knees. Repent. It's our apathy that has brought this to us. Our lack of our overly trusting ways of just putting it in somebody else's hands and leaving it with them. You know, that's one thing about Donald Trump. He didn't do. He may have given somebody a job that he thought could do the job, but he always checked up on them. Made sure they were doing what he wanted. 
start petitions and attend those dreadful meetings. <laughs> no more compromises. No more bad takes. Hold fast and strong to your Bill of Rights. Get it out and read it and read your Declaration of Independence. Our nation has been seized and taken over by communists. I have no absolute doubt in my mind. We have been compromised. We have been compliant. We have submitted. We have bowed and tucked our tails in fear. We have been broken. We have rolled over for so many times. So many times we don't know which way is up. We're dizzy from restrictions and regulations. We have sat too long. We have been silent, too silent, too long. We gave up. But did we already surrender? Wake up, America. Wake up. For those of you who have been following CSE Talk Radio for many years, you know that I'm getting ready to celebrate 10 years of CSE Talk Radio. I've been in in radio now because of my boss for over 25 years. Don't have a degree in radio. Don't have a degree in communication. I just felt the need. One thing Tim Scott did last night that took me back a few years was how he closed his speech. And he talked about his grandfather, who couldn't read, but yet he opened that newspaper up every morning, and he said he was older before he realized his grandfather couldn't read. He just wanted to set a good example. And his grandfather said a comment from the cotton fields to Congress. Think about that. That's not systemic racism. That's the land of love and opportunity. And Senator Tim Scott was thankful for that. But he closed his speech last night with a, with a little uh, verse from a song, May the Good Lord Bless and Keep You. But Derry Brownfield used to show, close each show with May the Good Lord Bless and Keep You while the near or far away. And, and so I thought I would look this up today. And read it to you. And it's got Derry's words within it because it's just a part of the song. But this is how Tim Scott closed last night. May the good Lord bless and keep you, whether near or far away. May you find the long-awaited golden day today. May your troubles all be small ones and your fortunes ten times ten. May the good Lord bless and keep you till we meet again. May you walk with sunlight shining <clears throat> with a bluebird in every tree, and there be a silver lining back of every cloud you see. Fill your dreams with sweet tomorrows, never mind what might have been. May the good Lord bless and keep you till we meet again. May the good Lord bless and keep you till we meet, till we meet again. May the good Lord bless and keep you, whether near or far away. May the good you wish for others shine on you today. May your heart stay tuned to music that will cheer the hearts of men. May the good Lord bless and keep you until we meet again. And that last part was what Derry Brownfield closed each and every show with. If every person really meant that from their hearts to every other person, you'd give that smile, maybe a handshake or a nod, 
America, we must wake up. We must get on our knees. We must be the good patriots. But first we have to put God first. He is the solution. He is the answer. Not bigger government. Not more taxes. Not removing all the lead pipes. But God is the answer. And when we put him first, the rest will simply fall into place. But you have to be active. You must get up and get busy. Pray and then work. The work doesn't save you. (laughs) Not your salvation. But work for this country. Work for the posterity of our children and their children and on and on and on in this nation. Work and bring America home. Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character, where educating both hearts and minds brings about academic excellence. There is a school in American Fork where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. Based on LDS principles and a love of country, Now in our 39th year, American Heritage School is accepting fall enrollment for kindergarten through high school. What would you do for your child? Give them an education that will prepare them for life. Located east of the Temple in American Fork, American Heritage School is a remarkable and affordable alternative. Visit us, find us online, or in the yellow pages, American Heritage School. In American Fork. Are you a native son or daughter of the South who pleased the stars and bars? Someone not born in Dixieland, but who is a Johnny Reb at heart and looking for a place to shop that promotes Southern heritage? Well, your search is over. Dixie Republic is the place to go for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. Inside the log cabin, just outside Traveler's Rest, South Carolina, Dixie Republic has t-shirts, hats, videos, flags, books, belt buckles, and some of the best mouth-watering barbecue sauce that will ever touch your lips. There's just about everything you want honoring the South at Dixie Republic. Well, you say that South Carolina is a bit too far for you to drive? Have no fear, my friend. All of this is just a mouse click away. Go online at www.dixierepublic.com. Your home for all things celebrating the Confederacy and promoting Southern pride. 